0: So, today, my guest is Riley Molinario. She's a certified expert in the field of relationships, love, and intimacy. She has dedicated her career to empowering individuals and couples to create healthy, happy, and fulfilling relationships through her signature program, the Power Couple PhD. Hi, and thank you for making the time to be on our podcast, really. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Let's start with uh, a bit of a background. What what inspired you? How did you get into relationship coaching? What's, what's the story there?
1: Yes. So my story begins when I was an infant. I was abandoned at birth by my father and left to sleep in the snow. Wow. I then lived with my mother and my stepfather in a very abusive and neglectful household. So the beginning of my story is one that was very love-voidant, and I was extremely affected by that. I had a terrible relationship with myself and other people growing up. I didn't know how to love myself or love others, and so I suffered. I had dealt for many years with anxiety and depression until one day I decided that I wanted to take my life because I didn't want to live the life that I was living anymore. When I was in school, I was labeled as gifted. I was extremely academically smart and advanced. And I ended up leaving home at 16, which then made me street smart. So I had the book smarts and the street smarts and was advanced in many ways. But because I didn't have what I now label as relationship intelligence, the other type of intelligence, I suffer. So regardless of the house and the car and investing in the Mm -hmm. stock market and you know, studying two degrees, I was absolutely miserable inside. And one day I decided that I wanted to take my life, but instead I asked myself, well, what if I could create a whole new existence? What if I could teach myself and learn everything that I had been up until that point ignorant to? I had nothing to lose, so I gave it a shot. And that's where my journey began. I decided to do a lot of research, teach myself everything that I hadn't learned up until that point. And I saw my life change. My relationship with myself changed. My relationships with others changed. And I thought to myself, well, how was I supposed to know how to love if no one had ever taught me? Mm wasn't taught by my parents. I definitely wasn't taught in school. The TV and the movies are very bad examples of what successful relationships should look like. And Mm. so I realized that I wasn't the only one that was suffering. And I decided to make it my life's mission to teach other people and give them the tools and techniques so that they can create successful lives as well.
0: Oh, that's quite a quite a journey, and I'm I'm glad you kind of made that made, made that choice. And I'm, I'm sure so are a lot of people that have been helped by yourself in your programs. So uh, you use your. We talk about naming and branding, so I'm going to drag you into that a little bit. You use your. You decided to name your. Um, practice w- with your own name and you've secured the, the main name for that. What was the reasoning there? Why, why didn't you choose, I don't know, some other name, um, some creative brandable sort of a name?
1: Absolutely. So when it comes to coaching, I came in a little bit later than I think um, some of my peers and I, I looked at them for advice. I, I sort of watched what they were doing to, to hmm. teach how to how to share this information and make a business out of coaching? And I saw that it was really divided that some people use their own name and other people's use creative names. And so I asked myself, what is it that I'm providing to people? Because that's what I want to name my business. Sort of the the conclusion of what it is that I have to offer. And for me, when I am working with clients, I'm I'm giving them the, the tools and techniques that I never had. I'm really driven by the purpose of me seeing someone that was in my, is in the position that I used to be in, which is that mm-hmm. place. And I realized that when I teach my clients, when I work with the my audience, I'm really working with myself, the person that I used to be, you know, I'm, mm. I'm giving that little girl that I used to be all these tools and techniques that she never had. And so for me, it's really about giving a part of myself and, and sort of coming full circle. And so I decided to keep keep my name because it, it connects with my story. It connects where I come from. And it reminds me every day of why I'm doing this, why it's so important to me to share this information. Mm.
0: Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. And you touched on, you you uh, have that signature program. Tell, talk to me about that a little bit. How is it different from like other relationship coaching programs that are out there?
1: Yes. So I label myself as an expert love educator and relationship coach. And it's important for me to have both titles because coaching it is a beautiful practice. And I I love the aspect of, of being a coach, but coaching is more about guidance. It's more about Mm. getting people to see, um, within themselves how to make change and how to do things. But I think even more than that, what's important is the education, because a lot of people can't pull from themselves what they don't already have. And because Mm. we don't, this education anywhere in society, a lot of times people need to be taught exactly from, you know, from point A to point B, what should I do in these moments? How do I learn these tools and techniques? What is the right thing to do? How do I create a thriving relationship? Because I have no idea. And so I think Mm. the educational factor is really important to not only guide people, but to teach them because they simply just don't know. Mm. And when we talk about relationship here, are you focusing solely on
0: romantic relationship or can it be like any relationship between people?
1: Yes. So when we're talking about relationship intelligence, which is the foundation of all of my work, this is regardless of what kind of relationship you have. It includes the relationships we have with ourselves, with our partners, with our children, with our neighbor, any Mm. kind of relationship that you are going to come into contact with. (laughs) business relationships. It's mm. all the same because it's how humans communicate. It's how we live amongst one another. So relationship intelligence is regardless of the type of relationship, but I specifically work with couples because I love the dynamic of romantic relationships because they are the second closest relationship that we'll ever have because they mm. touch on all types of intimacy. The physical, emotional, psychological, intellectual, and sexual intimacy. So it is a deeper relationship than we may have with our friend or with our neighbor. And they're usually the ones that we suffer the most from, you know, we've, mm. we get into relationships and, and we go through those ups and downs. And a lot of times they can affect us much more than maybe a friendship or, you know, a, a relationship with a colleague or something like that. Mm.
0: And what do you feel in your experience people get wrong when it comes to, to relationships nowadays? Like if, if you can name, let's say, the top three things. I oh, oh, it's two. a bit of, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so I think, I think the, the first thing that I'll say is that we have been brainwashed into believing that relationships are difficult, that relationships are hard, that it's mm. normal to suffer that you know everyone suffers and that's just what's going to happen that when you get into a relationship and you get married um it's just going to be hard and you just have to muster through it because that's the way that it is it's actually the opposite relationships are not difficult they're complex but they're not mm. diff- the reason why we suffer is because we don't have the tools and techniques so the way that i explain it is if i were to ask you to speak chinese and i'm going to make a presumption that you don't You would probably say to me, oh, I can, it's so difficult. But if Mm. I give you a book and a tutor and I send you to China, you will learn to speak Chinese. Chinese people in China speak Chinese, right? Mm. So it's just about having those tools and techniques. And you realize, yes, it's complex, but no, it's not difficult. Mm. And I think the, the mindset around relationships being difficult is probably the thing that we... Um, are are sort of spreading around and, and we're suffering from the most is, is just mm-hmm. the idea that they're so difficult. The second thing I would say is that relationships have to have fighting, that fighting mm-hmm. is normal, that uh, fighting is inevitable. And sometimes we have this idea that fighting is necessary because without it, you're not actually in love. You don't really love the person. Mm-hmm. This is completely untrue. Fighting in relationships brings absolutely no value. Um, we're starting to see now how fighting in relationships really deteriorates the bond, it deteriorates the foundation of the relationship, and it doesn't bring you any positive results. We can have a problem in our relationship and go from problem to solution without any of the fighting, without the negativity, without the resentment, because those things only break us further and further apart. So there is a technique that we can use. I call it the power couple technique where we actually understand how to go from problem to solution and make our relationships stronger through utilizing compassion and compromise brainstorming techniques, really highlighting the idea of partnership in a relationship, which is, you know, that's what a relationship is all about. Mm-hmm. I would say the third thing is that I can only pick one more. Okay. <laughs> the, the third thing is that um, relationships are boring after a while and you have to get into this honeymoon state. You go from the honeymoon stage to the roommate stage. And that's just the way it's going to be. That once you've been in a relationship for long enough, you know, once you're married, you have a few kids, you're just going to get so comfortable and bored. But you know, you're good friends and so you enjoy the friendship. Again, absolutely not true. We don't have to be in this situation. Oftentimes we are because we don't have those tools and techniques, but we absolutely can have thriving relationships with lots of fun, passion, great sex, quality time. If we understand how to nurture the relationship from the bottom up, meaning we start with a common vision we master relationship intelligence, and then we cultivate joy. We get to enjoy the relationship because we've built that foundation. Mm,
0: Absolutely agree with you. And uh, I mean, that's definitely has been my experience as well, observing people. And even like a very young age, I used to ask myself, like, why is everybody considering this normal? Like it's not normal. You know, when, when you, like a teenager and you have your mom's friends having coffee or whatever. And then at some point that turns out to be your colleagues, for example, that are literally spending the day complaining about their husband. And it's like, that's not okay. That's not normal. That's not how it should be. You know, if it's like that every day, something needs to change, you know, why are we like acting as if, okay, well, that's what it is. (laughs) It's crazy.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so
0: who is the kind of, you mentioned couples, how, uh, uh, what's the type of, um, let's say a person that can reach out to you for help? Does it have to be like Both people in the couple necessarily, or can it be one and then you can work with that? Or what's the process like?
1: Okay, so I will say this if I could wave a magic wand, I would have all the people who are not yet in relationships come to me. That is Mm. my ideal situation. (laughs) Learning the tools and techniques before you get into a relationship is essential. But of course, we're not a preventative medicine society. We wait until something is broken to get it fixed. And so who comes to me usually are the couples who are in the middle or end stages of their relationship where they've been fighting about the same thing over and over again without resolve. They've gotten to the point where there is lots of resentment and lots of space in their relationship. They're, They're wanting to work on the relationship, but they simply just don't know how. Maybe they've already gone to therapy. Maybe they've already tried to work on some things. Um, and that's when I come in and say, look, it's not that you want to be in this situation. People don't choose to suffer. It's not that you're a bad person. It's not that your partner is a bad person. Oftentimes, it's simply because you don't have the education. And so we think a lot of times that the problem is the person, but the problem is usually the relationship. Because when we say the problem is the person, what do we do? We leave that person, we find someone else and poof, mm. we Exactly the same spot that we were before. (laughs) We go through this over and over again saying, well, he was just a bad guy or she was just, you know, a terrible wife or whatever it is. But then we keep repeating the same mistakes. So I have had some people who have come to me before getting into a relationship and I applaud them 1000%. Um, I have worked with couples and I do work with couples um, who are in the beginning stages of their relationship. They say, look, we just got married or we just got engaged and we want to make sure that we have those tools and techniques. Mm-hmm. I have people who are in relationships who, again, they've gotten to the point where there's lots of resentment they're fighting all the time and they need the, that assistance. Um, and I do have people who are single suffering in their relationship where their partner doesn't want to participate. Um, and it it can be a really great tool to learn these skills, but if it's possible that both people participate, it's always the more ideal situation.
0: Mm. How has your I mean, you've been doing this for quite some time um and before you started coaching, you, you mentioned you you kind of spent time learning all of that for yourself uh, before you can apply it uh, and help others. How do you feel has that, have our, I guess, relationships been affected
1: by, uh, by technology? Yeah, great question. So relationships have changed more in the last 50 years than they have in the last 5,000. We now have relationships like we've never had them before. And this is why it's more vital now than ever to learn relationship intelligence. We now have the freedom to choose who we want to be, who we want to be with, and what kind of life we want to have. So technology is something that is changing relationships, but it's so many other aspects for example i sort of categorize people into um, different boxes although this is very very generalized but we have people who i i call traditionalist who sort of say a relationship is supposed to be between one man and one woman The man goes out and he works and the woman stays home and cooks and cleans, you know, sort of how it's been for most of our existence. And then you have what I call the progressives, which are people who say it doesn't matter. You can be a same sex couple. You can have an open relationship. You know, you don't have roles based on your gender. And then we have everyone in between. The thing is that we see regardless of where you stand on this spectrum, the relationships are exactly the same. So Mm. whether you want to be a stay at home wife or you want to be a working wife, whether you want to get married or not, whether you want to have children or not, whether you're this religion or that religion, whether you have the same age or you have an age gap, none of these things actually come into play when it comes to the success of the relationship. And I think now we're having a lot of different arguments about, you know, what are the roles of a man? What are the roles of a woman? You know, who should do what and how many kids should we have? And really those things have nothing to do with the success of the relationship. It's all about relationship intelligence because you get to choose what kind of life you want to live. You get to choose what kind of relationship you want to have. The only person on this planet that has to agree with you is your partner. So when we're thinking about how technology plays a role, we can see that we have more freedom to learn about different cultures and different lifestyles, And this gives people more of an idea about these are my options to live my life. You know, I don't have to do this because society does say so, or because my mom did that, or because my Mm. parents did that. I can live whatever kind of life I want. I can be a digital nomad. I can be a scientist. I can, you know, be a TikTok star, whatever it is. Mm. There's so much more freedom, which is beautiful if we understand how to navigate it. Same thing with dating. A lot of people say, oh, you know, online dating has ruined romance Mm. and it's ruined and it's so complicated. Well, the (laughs) only thing that it's done is just give us more options. If we... Use those options wisely if we understand how to filter, if we understand how to set boundaries, if we understand how to be clear about our non-negotiables. That can be an amazing tool. Mm. It's not that in the past, because we could only date people in our neighborhood, you know, or our town, that we were necessarily happier. Mm. We. It's really not about the technology. It's not about the freedom. It's, not, it's really not about any of those things. It's just about understanding... How do I implement compassion? How do I build trust? How do I show boundaries in my relationship? How do I practice interdependent? How do I communicate effectively? These things are really, really important. And they are regardless of gender, race, religion or any other category mm,
0: yeah i think that there is the argument that says and that doesn't apply just to relationships but it does very much apply to relationships where um where, where people say well now that you you can you know open instagram or whatever and you have all of those lives and all of those people that you can never be happy with yourself that that sort of
1: argument this 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 what you do help in that respect yes so i think Yeah, we definitely have more options now and people are trying to have more psychological fulfillment than ever before. In the past, we sort of did what we did because that's what society asked us to do. That was what we were expected to do. We didn't have a lot of options. Even when it came to divorce, we didn't have a lot of options. You know, it was looked down upon. Mm if you were a woman and you got divorced, well, what are you going to do? Because you can't work, you can't get an education, you can't have a bank account, you can't drive, you know, at some periods in our history. So you you were kind of stuck in that aspect. Now we get to do whatever it is that we want and, and whatever fulfills us. So again, were we happier in the past or are we happier now? It's kind of the same. It's just different. The, the amount of happiness that's out there is the same, but it just depends on what we do with it. So if you see that person on Instagram who has, you know, a private jet and, and Louis Vuittons everywhere and all these things, you can see that and say, oh, that looks nice. And I aspire to have, you know, something like that, then, then absolutely, if that's what makes you happy. But you can also say that in the past you didn't have any options and so you were stuck that maybe didn't make you happy. So I, I don't think that the happiness has changed, even though we do have more options nowadays.
0: Mm. Right. Um,
1: what else do I want to, Yeah, where can people reach out to? What's the best way? Yes. So I am quite active on Instagram. I, I do have Facebook as well. Um, and all of that is Riley Molinario. And then I do offer everyone to come to my website, rileymolinadio.com. I have tons of these tools and techniques for free. I have my own podcast. I'm relaunching it in January, along with blogs and, and different pieces of information for people to really... Understand how vital this education is, and start to get on the journey of learning how to have a successful relationship. Wonderful. Well, that's that's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for
0: making the time, right late. Really. So it's nice to have you here. Absolutely. Thank you so much.